folks, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. We are glad you could join us. You know, it's one of those times of year, whether you want to or not, you're itching to get outside, and hopefully you're living somewhere where you can. I am your host, For Rebecca. the love of Pete, <laughs> stop snowing. How many people are saying that right now? For the oh. love of Pete, stop breaking heat records in the South. Well, I was just going to say, depends on where you're tuning in from. You're right. If you're down in Laredo, Texas right now, you're going, please send us any kind of moisture you have. Right now, it's probably it's right around 100 degrees as we speak. Yes. Awfully darn close, like yes. 98, 99. You're over west in California. You're going, please, I never wanted to be certified in snow shoveling. And then if you're in the further northern parts of the state, you are sorry, the northern parts of the country, by the time you start calving this time of year, you are hoping that the wind chills are not below zero. So, yes, it has been crazy all over. But regardless, we are still your outdoor show and we are here to visit with you and hang out with you. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. And that there sitting alongside me over there, shotgun. There? I know. I'm kind of just looking at him. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun giving you a hard time. Jeff Tigger Earhart. Hi. The man, the myth. Oh, please. You said that there sitting there. <laughs> oh, we've had a lot of fun recently, just like anybody else. And, you know, we try to make the most of it. I'm going to put it that way because I don't know if it's all been fun. We've been doing a lot of snow moving. And, you know, we, the state we are in, we are within, we're going to say the fifth right now snowiest winters on record so i believe the last that i heard if we get another 15 inches of snow before uh the and month we're just ends, a little over a week away from spring too yes if we get i think it's somewhere around 12 to 15 more inches 16 oh it's 16, 16 by the end of inches. this month or april or what whatever winter ends whenever we're gonna call it we're good and done uh we'll blow past that record that's been set for Oh, 25 years. Plus. I'm so done with the snow. Yeah, I, I'm fine with us not having the snowiest winter on record. You know, record. at first I was thinking that I wanted to break the record just to say that we did, because I do remember the the snowiest that we had on record, which was 96, 97. Mm -hmm, and I was talking with mm -hmm. my dad and we were reminiscing about that. And I said, uh, yeah, maybe dad, maybe we should just break the record just to say we did. And he said, I am very happy coming in second place. You know, I had the same <laughs> discussion okay in, a, in a similar way with the younger generation right now that would have went through that their snowfall you're talking about when I was their age at this point in life. And I said, are you guys making mental notes, you know, kind of how you're going to remember and look back on this? And they're like, do we really want to? Well, that's a big thing about <laughs> Facebook. I think that is so neat. You take pictures yeah. and then it shows up next year at this time yes. or, or something there about so you can see. Because two years ago, and I don't mean to get off topic, this was, what was it? Two years ago on this date or very, very, very darn close, we were in, we broke an all-time heat record where we're at, which was the mid-60s, mm -hmm. which is uh, getting way, 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 way too warm. And too just to on. put that in relative, when I said that we've had a very cold snap going on right now. So two years ago, he's saying we were in the mid-60s. And uh, just the other morning here, we were at a real feel of negative 15. Yeah. I don't even know why we live here. <laughs> I received the nicest email after last week's show, so I want to be sure to give a quick shout out to one of our listeners, 
Paul Kowald from Appleton, Wisconsin. He wrote, I'm a big fan of the show, especially the outdoor news segments. So thanks so much for doing that and sending that to us. And then on top of that, he offered up some stories that I had not heard about. So let me share this one in particular because you know what? It made me chuckle too. This story takes us to Harris County, Texas, where last month a Target store had an unexpected visitor or visitors. That was two wandering goats. Yep, no owners in sight. The goats apparently were able to enter the Target through the automatic doors and were roaming the aisles. As it took a few minutes for authorities to arrive, employees ended up rounding up the goats and then the livestock... So you're talking about actual goats, not greatest of all time goat, right? <laughs> Correct. You're talking... The four-legged The four-legged kind. kind. I got Yes, you. I got you. yes, yes. So as it did take a little bit for the local sheriff's department to show up and they were unable to figure out who owned said goats. They were then taken to the local sheriff's livestock unit, where if no one had claimed them within 18 days, they would then be auctioned or donated to a charity. So it's unknown on this end at this time what ended up being the ended scenario for said goats. But uh, I do got to say that was an interesting one because from time to time we have heard about how a deer has broken to a store or a home or, or you know, birds fly through windows, especially yeah. especially when uh, glass uh, and windows me. and stuff are really, really clean and they see their reflection and they kind of, well, you never know. They can't tell if it's themselves or they're fighting somebody or fighting themselves. Let me put it that way. Regardless, I want to say thank you again, Paul, for being a fan. And we always love hearing from our listeners. Our first story takes us to Idaho, and this one was a pretty hot one this week. In case you missed it, that's why I'm bringing it up, because there's video involved, and it went viral. We'll put it this way. So earlier this week, a close call was a little too close of a call, you might say, when a snowmobiler on an Idaho trail near the Palisades narrowly narrowly, sorry, survived an encounter with a charging moose. Two brothers were snowmobiling when a cow moose stepped out onto the trail between the brothers. The brother in the back was using one of those helmet cameras, catching what happened all on video. Well, the front brother had stopped his sled and began waving his arms as the cow was walking towards the back brother. The cow moose was angered by this, turned fast, and as that front brother tried to hit the gas on his snowmobile to speed away, he was caught and plowed over by the cow moose. And we're talking... Uh, it was not a good situation. That moose flat out flipped over that sled. over tea kettle. You, you, exactly. You got it. You got it. Well, thankfully, the moose didn't get up and try to attack again. And both Ryder and the animal were left without injuries. Only the snowmobile suffered some damage. We'll put it that way. We've had friends on the show mm-hmm. that we've asked them about moose or what's the scariest Mm-hmm. Uh, encounter that they've had with wildlife or something that made you nervous and I always thought it would default to maybe like a rattlesnake or because mm-hmm. we've had mm-hmm. friends that have said well you know we woke up in the desert and there was a snake in my tent they would rather encounter that than deal with a moose that's I would the agree. number one animal they say they will 
absolutely not tangle with and make sure they go the opposite direction. I concur because I'll put it this way. I've been out elk hunting and for example, I've had the same thing where say a cow moose has moved is moving through the area and I can see in the distance the bull elk. I can see them on the ridge and you're sitting there with your partner, your hunting buddy and you're going, oh, how do we get over there? But both of you look at each other and you know what? You're safety first. There's no reason to try and sneak around that moose. Because they can outmaneuver a man on horseback, right? Well, put it for example, like I was reading into this story further, and they said that a moose can easily accelerate to 35 miles per hour just like that. Oh, so that's part of the reason they're so dangerous. Is you because got it. You got it. Ability to be so powerful. Okay, so gotcha. we're bringing this story up to on top of it because if you remember last week, we shared how in Yellowstone, uh, snowmobilers end up crossing tracks with buffalo. Oh, the people and wanted to. They're one pet of the, the bulls. Cow, right? Exactly. The, there was a bull that was not happy about that either. So if you are out in the backcountry, please be aware and, and give a wide berth, extra space, yes. wide wide berth. Yes, yes, yes. No reason to cross paths if you don't need to. That's all I've got for now. Stay with us. The Bend will be right back after this. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now. Current ag reports, geo targeted weather, live streaming 24 7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UAway every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UAway on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 features one of the largest one-day match bronc ridings in the world. Sunday, May 21st at the fairgrounds, a PRCA-sanctioned event with 32 of the best bronc riders in the world riding for a $50,000 purse. Sunday, May 21st of the Bucking Horse Sale weekend, parimutuel wagering also available. Find the schedule and tickets online, buckinghorsesale.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bend Radio Show. Beck, you wanted me to kind of drive on this one a little bit because it is National Agriculture Month. Mm -hmm. So the whole month of, of March, we we uh, recognize and celebrate the vital role that agriculture plays across the country and obviously in our local communities. Touches each and every one of us, regardless if we are a producer or a consumer. And you asked me to come in and just kind of help with this segment here a little bit because of how much social media, and I'm going to say in this case, has infiltrated what we do. Well, ah, I'm using I an interesting like word. how you said that because there has been many 
pros that it has brought, awarenesses and uh-huh, such, uh-huh, to uh-huh. our industry, our agricultural industry, for sure, as well as the outdoors world. And they kind of go together in a lot of ways anyway. But there's also brought some negative trends, too, to right, social media. Right, right, right. So um, before we get into the trends, I uh, wanted to, to just touch base just a little bit on farm safety. Oh, I like where you're going. That's where we're talking today is with the farm safety. And it's obvious. I mean, we've all learned this, that agriculture is one of the most hazardous Mm -hmm. occupations. Mm -hmm. I hate that it has to be, but I mean, there's everything from chemical exposure to, um, you know, falling from heights. That's one. I mean, when you're talking grain bins, you're talking all this stuff and climbing Mm -hmm. on ladders. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. obvious accidents caused by animals as you just talked about with that uh, with that cow moose there's the accidents caused by farm machinery vehicles i mean i mean you name it the list goes on and on and on so those of us and so many of us that are listening right now uh work in production agriculture in some way shape and form and this is where i wanted to bring up farm safety and talk about this a little bit because so many of us have been affected by this, but listen to this, folks. This is this is where we're going with social media. We talk about TikTok a lot, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And different challenges and different trends, and it gets a little crazy and ridiculous, in my opinion. Here is the <laughs> latest one, and this is what has got me. Uh, this is what is scary all the way around, and that is here is the latest. Um, and I don't want to pick on TikTok, but here's the latest uh, challenge, if you will, when people have reels and videos on Instagram and on Facebook. Okay, you I have a feeling me? I'm not going to be happy when no, I hear about I this, I don't think I? anybody should be happy about this. Here's what young people are doing, and here, not just young people, What here's what people are doing, especially if you are in a tractor that has GPS, right, an yes. auto steer. Okay, sure. And you can sink it in to do whatever you're doing. Well, a lot and, of guys are getting ready to hit the fields uh, exactly. and planting so, season. Some people are fixing to start planting here especially pretty darn soon. Especially in the south. Soon. So... Here's what some people are doing is they're they're in their tractor, they've got it on GPS and auto steer, and they're opening up the cab or they're just jumping off the tractor. But regardless, they're jumping out of the tractor while it is moving, while it's in operation. Are you serious? And they are videoing themselves jumping out of the tractor cab, then turning around and showing that the tractor is driving by itself. And then running back up and jumping onto the tractor or jumping back into the tractor if it's a cab tractor. That is what's going That's viral right what's now? That's going viral right now. That's why I say, you know, I'm bringing up farm safety and people, oh, I don't want to talk about okay, farm Okay, I am really is, uh, glad you are bringing this up because this isn't you. just farm safety. Because think about this. How many of us, whether we live in agriculture, farms, ranches, how many of us have cabins and have equipment, tractors, things like that to move our snow around? Right. All of that, there's our younger youth, different generations are being shown this equipment and not being shown the safety side of it. And it's not just the equipment. This uh, challenge, if you will, this started, I believe it was two years ago. And oh gosh, what was it, everybody? Uh, you're going to know what this is, where you, you played a certain song and uh, and then you videotaped yourself jumping out of the vehicle while it was still in drive. Oh, I remember and then, that and then challenge. Jumping back in, and, and uh, so so they kibosh that one. Thank goodness. But now this new challenge, now that field work is starting to come on again. You know, regardless, even though we say we're under snow, before you know it, we're going to be planting in our in our area too. But that is the new challenge: is that uh, people are videoing themselves jumping either out of the cab or 
or off of the tractor while it's still running. Uh, I've, I'm so glad that we're on public radio right now because we need to be censored of what I would like to say and describe about um, what's going on because uh, both Beck and I, mm-hmm. we have had uh, close, close family friends and lost loved ones for this very thing that have gotten run over by a tractor. We both have. We this both hits have home. That's of, all I can think about right now. And I, yes. can't, I can't believe, I mean, uh, we have close friends that have, have lost limbs because of uh, you know, power takeoffs and taking shields off and all of that. So I don't want to be preaching to the choir mm-hmm, by any means mm-hmm. here. But what I do want to is uh, bring this up so that everyone is aware that this is what's going on and this is what is popular with with people, especially with some young people, not all, but with some. And it's a challenge going on of what, how can you show that uh, you're out doing some farm work on some farm machinery and you're jumping off and videoing yourself and then jumping back in the vehicle? Well, this or, is ridiculous. Me, and, you know, I have also already over the years kind of, especially in the last year or two, as I've had family members over my own nephews getting a little bit older and showing me once in a while I get a Snapchat of them while they're raking or bailing or something like that. And I'm going, I don't need to see that you're operating said piece of machinery. I, know, I believe I know you're bailing. You don't need to show me a Snapchat exactly. that's, that you're doing that. And especially, um, you know, the older machinery. Oh, yeah. That can be finicky, you know, that can be touchy one way or the other. And now, even with the newer machinery, I, I know, I mean, it is amazing about what we can do with technology, but that technology is not meant to operate itself. When we say auto steer, that is meant for operators still uh, in the seat of, of that tractor. So I do know that there are, depending upon the types of models that you have, where there is a shutoff that if you if you do get up from the seat that it does kill the machine immediately uh, a lot of your mowers and skid steers and those types of right. uh, equipment a lot of the construction equipment is the same way that if there is pressure taken off of the seat there's a pressure switch underneath mm-hmm. if there's an accident it immediately kills kills the machine but on some of the equipment it doesn't have that feature okay well i'm glad you are bringing that up as an option and for those that do have equipment that has that option they can make sure that it doesn't get turned off right that it doesn't get or maybe they can check into it and find out with their local dealer if there's something that could be added to their machinery that could do the same thing maybe there's a sensor or something out there i haven't researched this but now you've really got me a little bit i'll be honest i'm a little hot under the collar right now it should be and you know we always try to have have fun with the show if we can but we need to bring this up and create awareness yes. to uh, to said situation because those of us at the end of dirt roads and all of you out there you know what it's like i mean sometimes we get those stigmas about what we're doing but uh, have those conversations with a family make sure that you you have pre uh, you know emergency preparedness plans all of those things in place and by all means and by no means should anybody be jumping mm-hmm. off any kind of farm machinery while it is in operation. Well, thank you, Tigger. I got to say, I really appreciate you going down this rabbit hole, digging up this one for us. Because it creates memories I don't want to have right now of losing loved ones because of this very thing of getting run over. I don't want to be thinking about this, but I do want to share that story with people so that everybody understands this is what is happening out there. Hopefully, you know, creating some awareness that we can start to stifle it, that Mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. become a viral trend. That's my hope and prayer. 
Well, let's put an end to it right here. And let's hope that all of you that are listening, this is going to be a topic you have around your dinner table. And this is going to be a topic you have as you are sharing your equipment and showing others how to operate the machinery, what is allowed and what is not allowed when you are out in the field. Well, we will have more about this being National Agriculture Month in the next coming weeks as well, because of course, we do appreciate all of you out there. We need to have some good stuff too, but this was a topic we needed to dance I'm glad you went there. I'm really... Stay where you are. We have more of The Ben when we come back. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? Absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure sport needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and Jeff Tigger Earhart is sitting here alongside me. We are heading to Texas for this next story, which is kind of a feel-good in a weird kind of way. We'll put it that way, okay? We've talked about reptile trafficking before, or people making certain pets out of animals not meant for such. Well, it can be very big business and nothing new, right? Well, this story is why I say it's a little more of a feel-good, because an alligator that was stolen more than 20 years ago and kept as a pet in a Texas neighborhood has been found and returned to the same zoo she was originally stolen from. Apparently, it was a volunteer that took the reptile and it was stolen as a hatchling or maybe even possibly as an egg from the animal oh, world wow. and snake farm in Texas. That kind of sounds like a Jurassic Park thing going on. I if they, know. they took this one as an egg. I know. How crazy is that? Well, alligators are protected under Texas law and it is an offense to have them taken, sold, purchased, or to possess one without a permit. So we're happy to say the alligator was returned to its original destined home. But get this, it was eight feet long and it took four men to carry her home. So how did they find said gator? My understanding, do know they do? I don't know the whole story, but let's just put this out there. She, The woman that had it was on the watch and when Finally, investigators came to the door and she could not provide the permit that you needed. Oh, so she was kind of on a watch list already. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hey, look, uh, 
better probably just go about this. So glad that she went and she gave the gator up. Yes. Now, changing gears on you here because we have some upcoming news that we're excited to share so that you make sure you tune in for these upcoming episodes. And that is if you are a fan of Dutch oven cooking or cowboy cooking, that is. Cooking in general. You are going to be excited to find out that the one and only Kent Rollins himself the Dutch oven master, cowboy cook. He's been Wait, on who's YouTube. Who's the Dutch oven master? Yeah, he is. He's He's been on YouTube, of course, but he's also been on TV numerous times and different challenges. He's been on cooking shows. And, oh, all yeah, over. We've, we've got a few of his Just books. recently, he was on Rachel Ray again, sharing another um, uh, one of his favorite and very easily adaptable recipes. And his so him and his wife, Shannon, they're going to be sitting down and joining us to discuss their exciting news because word has it that they have a new cookbook coming out and in my opinion these are must have because they're kind of like a collection i would agree it, it, you can't you can't find better people than than kent and shannon they are the absolute nicest couple all the way around so i'm excited to have them back on the show it's been uh gosh a year and a half maybe two years since we've had it's been way like too long way so too long. with that as a little bit of a teaser and i leave you with something as a cooking tip something fun for you to make Melt one stick of butter in your Dutch oven, add one can of your favorite pie filling. Next, sprinkle one package of your favorite dry cake mix on top. Do not mix. For some extra flair, slowly pour in one can of lemon-lime soda. Bake in the Dutch oven, rotating the oven every 10 minutes to eliminate hot spots. Check often, and in 30 minutes, you have a cobbler to die for. Well, folks, we're going to call this show wrapped. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart, as well as I want to say again, thank you, Tigger, for bringing up that great topic of farm safety and what those trending viral videos are that are going on right now. Let's put a stop to it right now before planting season starts. Also, a thank you to listener Paul Kowald for reaching out. As always, know that we sure do enjoy hearing how all parts of the country are doing, so please we invite you to call or text in your area's field reports. That number is 305-900-2363. One more time, 305-900-2363. Or you can email us at any time at bendradioshow at gmail.com. If you missed part of this episode or you want to hear past shows, you can find them all on the website, thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. If you're looking to change things up for your next event, conference, or awards banquet, think about having us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. We are MCs, even event headliners, as well as public speakers. We act as host couples. You know what? We just know how to make your gathering extra special. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Toxic Calls, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners that came along, and whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.